All right. So the other woman of the hour is Miss Ashley Wilson, who I was actually prepared for. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, Ashley. <laughs> so I want to talk about Ashley's journey um, because her is a, is a real, um, is a story that embodies a lot of determination. Um, she is someone, you know, that when I think of determination and resilience, I think of her. Um, so I'm going to allow me to introduce Ashley Wilson, who was on her challenging journey to become a, a licensed master level social worker. Her story, you guys, to me is a testament of her power of unwavering dedication and transformation of impact. So in October 2023, Ashley found herself at a crossroads as she was preparing for a master level license. Um, she faced a lot of different challenges related to her work, uh, testing anxiety, um, she, despite that, uh, reached out for support. She was originally part of our podcast community here. Um, she only had, when she found me, she had about five to seven weeks left. <laughs> I, I was like, oh boy. So I told Ashley the first thing she needed to do to see if her study material was working is to take a practice exam. Because if I see somebody under 12 weeks, and they're short on time, I need to know if their system of what they have already is working and to prevent any unnecessary spending. So Ashley did our practice exam and it was okay, but not great, which told me she needed to switch out her materials entirely. So we switched out her materials entirely. Her pain points really had to do with, you know, building her confidence up. But she passed her exam with flying colors. Seven weeks after being coached, I gave her a tailored process based off her practice exam results and tailored a plan for her from the beginning of the time she met with me all the way to the end. So that is a, a record breaking to me, uh, five to seven weeks. I've seen somebody do it at six, but not five. And you did it in five weeks. Yes. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> talk about those challenges, those initial, because you can, you know better than I do. What were those initial challenges and struggles that you faced when you were preparing? Okay. And I'll start out with those. So, last year, January, I took the exam and I felt it by like 11 points. Um, when I first took the exam, I had ordered, I think it was some book off of Amazon. So, it was just kind of like, I was reading the book. I was overwhelmed about all the information in the book. And I had like read the book, highlighted different parts, like all this information. It was just a lot of information. Um, and I feel like with the way that I learn, it's I learn through doing more so than I do through just reading things because there's not a lot of context that I can pick up just from like, there's, there's a lot of information. So last year, there was just so much going on in my life, uh, especially around the time that I took the exam. So I had a lot of anxiety. And I will not forget that last year when I took that exam right before it happened, I had lost my wallet that week. My car had gotten stolen like maybe about a month or two before. It was just a lot of chaos going on in my life at the time. So it was just like really bad timing. But I did not want to I had pushed back my licensing exam already by maybe like a month or two. So. After that year, um, I had taken another, I had taken one of the, the practice um, exam courses by um, Dawn Apger. 
I think it was like a, a all day session. She made me buy another book. Um, after taking the class, I mean, she kind of broke it down a little bit, but it wasn't like to the point where it actually made sense. It really just made me feel like, so you're telling me that no matter, even if we have this book, even though we went to school for it, that's not what they're looking for in the exam. That's the only thing I felt like I was clear on after, after taking that course. The book wasn't helpful still at that point. Um, I had signed up to take the exam again. And I was just at that point, I think I had, I was on threads and I saw Shara post about the clubhouse. So then I jumped into the clubhouse and I had went to the clubhouse maybe for about, I think maybe three weeks. It was about three weeks, I think in the beginning. And then I heard one of my coworkers actually pop up on here doing her testimony about how she had um had found her way into the clubhouse and how the clubhouse actually helped her pass so after just like maybe the fourth week i was like you know what and i think i had mentioned it to shara a couple of times like in the chat box just saying like inquiring about the the sessions i was just like you know what i don't think that the clubhouse is going to give me everything that i need as far as to make sure that i definitely pass and it was one of those situations for me that I wanted to know that I definitely was going to pass. Like, I didn't want it to be like, mm, I feel like this has been helpful, but um, I didn't want a question of a doubt. And I felt like once I spoke to Shara and like even just hearing about her experience in general, it kind of put it in my head that, you know, like this is definitely what I want. This is something that I cannot, it's worth the investment because I'm worth the investment and my future is worth the investment. So it was just a no brainer to me that I was just going to go ahead and just take the coaching. I did not want to push back my exam again because I felt like the more I pushed it back, the more anxiety I started having about it. Um, I made sure to attend to every session that we had done. I think it was like one session where I couldn't make it. I wasn't feeling good. And then I made sure that I booked the closest next date that she had available because I didn't want to stretch it out too far. Um, and it's funny because compared to what you just said to the other young lady that was just on about the practice exam, you had told me to take the practice exam and I knew that I had my exam coming up. So I was like, if I take this practice exam and because you, I didn't even mention to you that I was, I had anxiety about that part, but something told me, I was like, if I take this practice exam and I don't do good on it, it's going to stress me out and I'm going to have even more anxiety. So I'm just not going to take it because I feel like I'm good. My confidence level at that point was really high. And I walked in, I just, I literally, I prayed before I got in. I did what I had to do. I took as much time as I needed and I passed it at the end. And it was like, as soon as I came out of the room, when I went to the desk, the lady was like, have a great weekend. And I was like, I passed. I didn't even look at the paper yet and I knew I passed. As soon as I looked at the paper, I was like, let me get out of this building before I scream and I interrupt all these other people while they're still taking their tests. And as soon as I walked out of the building, the first person I caught was Shara just to let her know. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I honestly, I was I, I was so excited. I couldn't even cry. And I still haven't cried because it was just kind of like it really was like the power of like confidence and belief. Like my anxiety was like completely gone. Um, so that was just like there was so much that happened. But that was only my second time taking the exam. I. I feel like after taking it the first time, I had kind of picked up the context of what, what I needed to understand, what I needed to know. So if you do take the exam the first time and you don't pass, don't be super hard on yourself because you don't know what's on that exam. You don't know how the questions are really like, the type of questions you're really going to have. And I feel like 
if you don't pass it the first time, that's your chance to know exactly where you need to kind of work on yourself at. And Shara definitely helped me with all of the, the key areas that I needed help on. Because there's a lot of that information, no matter how much you go to school, how many of the, like your, whether you feel like your class has prepared you or not prepared you, there's a lot that you don't learn in class that's on that exam. So don't feel like it's something that like you did wrong or something that you just like are not smart about. It's just, it's a learning curve because tests are completely different most of the time than what you're reading in a textbook anyway. Um, especially when there's a, like a lot of information. So don't be too hard on yourself if you took it the first time, didn't pass it. If you took it the second time or the third time and didn't pass it, it's just a learning curve. So once you get a hold on it, and I'm telling you, if you do get Shara to do your coaching, it is definitely worth it. Put the money aside. Do it. It's worth it. I, I honestly, I'm super happy I got it because like that, I felt like that was the only thing holding me back from what I really wanted. And like my long-term goal is to get my L, uh, my clinical license. So I'm definitely going to be coming back from, for the second one. <laughs> I definitely will be working with Shara again in the future for that in about what a year, two years. I think it's two years now. Yeah, so, two years goes fast, fast, girl. But will, I, I want people be. to understand the gravity of what she, because she, you were fighting yourself. You had your biggest pain point, like um, Suzanne had, was just your anxiety and your confidence had been shot. So even though, now keep in mind, everybody's process is different. I gave her a fast track version of what I usually do in 12 weeks. Um, I didn't have that before when I first started two years ago. Um what I'm able to do now for some folks, depending on how far you are, if you're under 12 weeks, like Ashley was, if you take a practice exam and you don't do well, or if you're on the cuff, I can actually build you out a tailored plan based on what your areas of weaknesses are um, that are more so closely related to what you need to focus on. Her biggest thing was structure. And on top of making sure that each session that we had, I was able to help her kind of go back. Hey, go back and study these things. But when we met, she already had a, a really a stable score enough that I said, okay, I feel comfortable. Five weeks, okay, this is what you need to tighten up. Let me get your practice exam scores. But she was willing to do that. So keep in mind, um, Ashley's case for her to do what she did in five to seven weeks, she already had a strong foundation, okay? So in order to get that type of fast track, I do pre-qualify people by having you do a practice exam first because I need to know if what you're using is working because if you hit above 65%, then we can go with what you got. But if you hit below that, that means we need to switch your content out and we need a more tailored focused plan. So Ashley is one of the very few people that I've tried this with this year that usually under 12 weeks, I used to, it used to be Ashley that I wouldn't touch you. Um, because that I felt like I needed more time to be with somebody, but now I've kind of made a system where if someone comes in and they're under 12 weeks, I have to do a practice exam assessment on them to see if they are capable or able to do what I usually do in 12 weeks into a comp compact form. Not everybody qualifies for that. And with Ashley's case, she, her score was like, oh God, 60, no, you had 62%. A little under, I was like, nah. I was like, we can, we can work this out. And I said, you got five or seven weeks. She was dedicated, y'all. She, she put in the time because that's a lot of information to get her score up the way she did, take consistency. So it wasn't just the structure I gave her, but she got a roadmap based on data of her exam. 
you have to have a data point to know is what I'm using working. That's why when you guys reach up to me and say, hey, I'm using all these different programs, blah, blah, blah. The first thing I say in a consult is, and I said this to Ashley, what are you using? What's your history? How many times you taking this thing? Are you using the same thing you've used before? We got a problem because you're getting the same outcome. Are you not close to passing? Is it really your anxiety? What is it? Because then I'm able to tailor a lot better than I even have in the past of really pinpointing. If you're a couple of weeks out from your exam, you got at least a month or a month and a half. Of, there's something that can be built in place for that's based off of real-time practice results. And for Ashley, that's what helped her pass. Because she only had a couple of weeks left. And I was like, girl, take a practice now. I don't know if I could touch you. And I told her that. Because we need to see if what you're doing is working. And we end up overhauling her whole everything. I think you, I did end up giving you the study materials that, it, um, that I usually use. Because I, it, there was a disconnect in content. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked for her. So keep in mind, if you do you guys do contact me or do a consult, and you're like, I want the same thing that Ashley, the first thing I'm going to say, if you're under 12 weeks or a month and a half or so out, I need to test you first to see if you can do under that amount of time. Not everybody fits that mold. It's very individualized. Um, so with Ashley, she was able to accomplish just that based on getting her a tailored version of what I usually do in two months. She is capable because of her data point was pretty strong for me to work with. So keep that in mind. A lot of uh, tutors don't do that, but you got to have data points, you guys. You got to have a practice exam. Even when you get a, a, a new program or something, you need to know is what I'm using going to work. And don't wait until it's like, you know, a couple of <laughs> a couple of weeks out. You need to know that immediately. Okay. With that, Miss Ashley, I did have another question for you with your mm -hmm. time constraints. One of the other pain points you mentioned was uncertainty with study material. Because um, I believe at the time you only had the study guide. So it seemed to have added to your anxiety and confusion just a little bit. How did getting kind of express plan, how did that help you with your challenges for where you were? Um, so originally I had two different textbooks. I had, there was like one that I had found on, um, Amazon and then another one that I had gotten from the Dawn Abker, uh, training thing. Um, with those two textbooks, I was just completely overwhelmed. It was just a lot of information and I felt like it was no plan. There was no, um, there was, there was nothing directing me in what area should do I need to work in. And I felt like that's where you came in at. A very, very helpful was the simple fact that the training materials that you created and that you provided me with were because I had that plan and I had taken the practice exam um, that you had did the analysis on. It helped me key in the, my weakness, the areas that I was weak in and helps me focus solely on those specific areas to strengthen to strengthen my weak areas. So like, for example, if I was weak in, in the ethics area, helping me understand exactly what it is that I need to focus on in the ethics area, if it's a cultural area, what is it that I need to focus on in the cultural area? And then also understanding the different types of questions and what those types of questions are actually asking because the textbook it, it provide the different t other textbooks they provide you with 
a lot of information. One of the books that you provided me, which was the DSM five, um, mm-hmm. I forget what that book is exactly is called, but the DSM five one, that one is a lot smaller than the actual DSM five, the real DSM five. So it's a lot more focused and it's very specific versus you having all of this information that's the size of a dictionary in front of you and then having no plan of action of what you're actually looking for, which that alone wastes time when you don't know what you're looking for and you're just looking at everything. So that alone, that, and, said it. yep, it, it wastes a lot of times. And then also you had the, the cards that you had already set up for me. So that saved time too, because having to go through the textbook and then make your own cards versus having cards that are very specific to the areas that you're weak in are, is super helpful. Then you pretty much said it, Ashley, in reference to what was helpful to you. And I wanted people to hear that because there's a lot, again, there's a lot out there. I've been around for three years and in the time there's been a lot out there. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with self-study or tutors. They're both great if it works for how you learn best. You can have the best study material in the world, but if you don't have a framework and you don't know if you're just opening a study guide and you're like, I'm just going to study you don't have a point of reference. You don't know if the area you're studying is your weak area yet. What I gave Ashley, that data analysis that I gave her was a, it was like giving you a flashlight in a dark tunnel. Mm-hmm. So and when she opened up her book, she, yes, she got t- actually two different study plans. She had a study plan that would break down what she had to read daily. She had another tailored study plan based off her analysis of her practice exam that gave her, hey, as you go into human behavior or assessment or individual clients or ethics, you now know that this was a weak area of practice. And let me go harder here. A lot of people, when they open up a study guide, they're kind of doing it blankly without knowing what those areas are. The other part of this is if you're in it, you're studying, sometimes having someone on the outside track all of that for you is easier than you doing it because you're, you're anxious. Ashley, talk about that because that was the one piece I took away from you. Instead of you focus on what, when, how, you just follow the structure based on how you did from the practice exam. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The practice exam, I felt like because I knew what my key areas were, where I was weak at, that is in a sense, essentially like a guy, it's a map to help me understand, okay, these are the areas that I need to focus on. Because if I'm already strong in certain areas, me focusing on my strengths is not really helpful. That's it. In a sense, it's still me wasting time. It's not me using my time more productively, trying to build up the areas in which I'm weak. Because clearly there's some type of disconnect of something I'm not understanding. So even just being able to talk to you and you staring me straight from asking the wrong questions, where initially sometimes you just want to ask, okay, well, why isn't this answer the right answer? It's not, why is this answer not the right answer? It's what is the, what are they looking for? What is, what, what is the focus of the question and and how to stay focused on solely that and not getting distracted by the, what is, could be that anything that does not, is not relevant to the moment of what the question actually is. You should not be focused on any of that. And you help bring me back down to that um, in the moment of that. Um, yes, you did throw those hypotheticals at me, didn't you? I was like, I hate the way people do the what is. No, we got to deal with what is there. <laughs> no. uh, yes. that's a, it's, Actually, you did that too. 
And it's something that's very individual for a lot of people. I don't know, like, if it's a perfectionist thing, because I'm going to be honest with you, even after the exam and I got my score that said I passed, I still was sitting there thinking, like, damn, which ones did I get wrong? Like, and I couldn't stop thinking about that after a while. And I was like, I had to tell myself it does not matter. I passed. That's it. That's all that matters. Because we have, sometimes I think we have a, a tendency, especially, like, just wanting to, um, Wanting to do very well, because I feel like that that is part of my problem is that I always want to excel and I always want to do a great job that sometimes I get stuck in a place where I'm harder on myself just because of that um, that pressure that I put on myself. And that pressure can create a lot of anxiety. So you help me stay in the moment and you help me stay focused and you helped me build my confidence up in that area. Because even though like we could be, you could be a really gifted, really talented person in a lot of different areas. And it's like the test is not, that test is built to just, it literally is built just to ask you specific questions about specific things. And that is all, the only thing that needs to matter is what you are able to kind of take away from the actual question. <laughs> like, um... I'm trying to think of an example, but like the questions that you ask in the in the the clubhouse all the time, they are exact replications of like the type of questions that they ask on the exam. So do not take the questions that she gives us on here for granted at all, because they are really it really is only like a portion of like the bigger picture. Like you have what is it? I think 175 questions, correct? Under 70. Yeah. So like how many do we get in, in the chat room? Um, I only give five, so <laughs> sometimes exactly. six. So exactly. So the amount of questions that you actually need to get right to pass the exam, like you're only getting a fraction of them just by being in this room, unless you have a lot of time, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not going to be consistent enough for you to actually be able to just have that guarantee that you're going to pass. So if you can, like I'm telling you, it's, it's nothing to just put the money aside. I had to really sit down and think about it. Like the amount of money that I would spend in a week just for coaching is not anything no different than I would spend on something super frivolous that I would buy for myself. So just putting that money to the side, I was like, yo, it's an investment into my future. Um, this is an investment in towards my bigger, my bigger plan. What, what is super important to me, which is me getting this license. I've already invested all this money into school. Why would I not want to pass my licensing exam? Well, um, you know, we get in our own way, right? We we all do. Um, and sometimes, and, and I love this space. I do. It brings people together. It's a community space, but I do let people know that's a disclaimer. Like this is a study room space, but I only can give you but so much in this space. Um, there are some people in here that have been coached by me and they keep coming back to this room because it is a, it's a consistent heartbeat of what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, I do let my people know, and sometimes they, people get tired of seeing people pass. It's like, oh, let me go ahead and let me go talk to Shara. And you know, it we learn together. So at this room, that that's what the space is for to help as many as I can. I'm only one person now, um, in the time that I have, and as much as I can, in whatever way that I can. So even if for some reason you can't afford um, coaching. Even if you can, it's still a good community to have behind you. It's nothing like it. Um, I haven't seen anybody else create a community that's lasted this long. And that is the, that consistent. I don't know about you guys, but usually when they people have study groups, when one or two people pass, the group falls apart. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, I passed my exam three years ago and I held the spade faithfully <laughs> every Monday, except for a holiday for three years. It'll be three years in January. So um, the countless souls of people who have been here since the beginning um, and are still here getting support that this room means a lot to me because it's a space where I feel that I can get as many of you guys to get the support that I didn't get. So Ashley, with that being said, I know they're waiting so great for the questions and I want them <laughs> to get there, but I I wanted them to hear it from the horse's mouth as usual. You know, it's one thing for me to talk about what I do. It's another when you get one of your colleagues who were once on the other side of the screen <laughs> listening to now be on the other side because actually I do remember you being out in these clubhouse streets for a minute, <laughs> you know, for a minute. And it was like, you know, we'll wait, wait until people feel ready because not everybody's ready right away. Sometimes yeah. you got to feel the pain. It took me okay. a little bit of a time because I'm telling you, I sat in here and I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was just like, you know what, let me go ahead and inquire. I'm wasting my own time right now. <laughs> let me go ahead. Well, with that, you're done. You you are now a licensed master level social worker. And with that, I am so happy to get you out of this space. Yes, ma'am. I got yes, teaching yes. to do. <laughs> and, I, and I actually Congratulations. have somebody in here that I hope, well, I hope everybody in her passed, but I had to send somebody to you personally because I was just like, yo, look, if I can do this, I know everybody in this room can do this. So I hope you guys, if you have a test schedule coming up soon, good luck. I know you will pass it. Just, I just hope you guys just keep putting all that energy into studying and keep attending these clubhouses and just keep hearing all of these testimonies about how people are actually passing this exam. It's not impossible. Well, thank you. Yes, it's about 160 episodes of, of those <laughs> podcasts. Uh, full of strategies and tips, you guys. If you don't know about the podcast, definitely check it out. It's about a, it'll be 162, uh, no, 163 after today because um, I'll wrap up Ashley's and Suzanne's and our clubhouse questions. So um, I've been told it's nothing like that in the exam coaching world, at least right now, um, where you can hear stories to keep you uplifted. Uh, so with that, Ashley, you are out of here. Oh. If you want to leave one thing for your colleagues, I feel like you did, but one thing to leave them with as a, you know, um, parting gift, what would it be? I would say just, the one thing I'm going to say is just focus on whatever it is that's most important to you, because whatever is most important to you is what is going to be your you're leading like your light that is going to lead you to exactly where you need to be. So just stay focused on whatever, whatever your end goal is, stay focused on that because that is going to be what leads you all the way there. It really is. And that is, I think that is a lot. It's above in a sense confidence because I feel like sometimes that can lead you to having to build the confidence and having to kind of fight past fear. Um, because fear is like, I feel like that sometimes is a lot more, um, it's a lot, it's a lot bigger than I think a lot of people realize that fear can come out of no, nowhere. It literally can, you can be, you can have a fear of failing. You can have a fear of even passing because like, you know, like it, it forces you to kind of step into the light of who you actually need to become to get to where you need to be. So I would just say, stay focused on whatever it is that is your leading light, whatever it is that is calling you at the end of all of this, stay focused on that.
if it's providing for your family, if it is providing for yourself, if, if it's for creating a better life, it's, if it's for having your own private business, do that, follow that light and let that be your guide all the way through.